Welcome to the Faith Church Podcast, a podcast produced by Faith Church in Peshtigo. You can connect with us online at faithpeshtigo.com or on Facebook, facebook.com backslash faithchurchpeshtigo. Today's podcast is an interview with Christoph Katzbeck, which just so happens to be me. We talk about life in quarantine. We talk about gospel communities and youth ministry. All right. Welcome, Faith Church family, to another edition of the Faith Church Podcast. Uh, These are new. We're just starting these this week, and hopefully you caught the first one earlier this week uh, where Robbie and I discussed uh, some questions from the sermon and and, – and some other issues and and giving some updates. But right now our rhythm with these podcasts are going to be the first one in the week is going to be about uh, any questions that come up about the sermon or theological issues, uh, that kind of thing. And then the second one, which we're doing right now uh, is going to be more practical in nature. So we're going to be talking with people from our church family um, about practical ministry things, what they're, uh, what they're doing right now, how they're functioning, uh, how, what God is doing in their lives right now. And, uh, and we're just hoping that that will be an encouragement to you. And so right now that's going to be a lot, how we're all handling, uh, this, this whole lockdown or safer at home or cozy at home. I'm going to start calling it cozy at home. So, um, which I should probably mention that I'm not alone in this, uh, with me today is Jeff Clossy. Hello everybody. That's Jeff. So if you don't know Jeff, if you haven't met him yet, he is one of our new pastors, uh, here at faith church. And so he has been thrown into the fire. What has that been like, Jeff? Coming into a tra- transitioning into a completely new style of ministry, uh, just in time for a pan- global pandemic. Yeah, well, that's a that's a whole other conversation. But it's actually been a joy to serve at Faith and to transition from university students that I was ministering to for thirteen years. But I can tell you, I did not think this would be my third month. Uh, that it would be quite like this, but I'm excited to be here. And I wake up every day feeling like for such a time as this, God has me here and I'm excited to see what God's going to do through all of this. That's great. So, um, so Jeff is going to be helping me today, uh, with our interview and, uh, just a couple of housekeeping items. Uh, I want to encourage you to, you, uh, hopefully Apple will approve this podcast soon. Uh, and then you can subscribe to this podcast and, and get updates uh, automatically on your phone. Uh, as for right now, you can you can click on a direct link in the daily email so uh, to get to the latest podcast, uh, and you'll actually be able to see all the podcasts there on that page. Uh, so make sure that you're on our daily email list. If you're not, then contact us at connect at faithpeshtigo.com. Uh, and then also we're asking you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. So if you streamed our live service uh, last weekend on Sunday, if you streamed that service, then you did that through our YouTube channel. And there is a button there where you can subscribe. And that will not only let you know when a new service is about to start, but also any other content. We are looking at uh, recording some daily devotionals uh, or, or vlogs from our staff and ministry leaders and, and we'll, that's where we'll post that. And so if you subscribe to that, then you'll get automatic updates when a new video is available. So that should, should cover all those things. We're just, we're just trying all kinds of different things right now to keep you as connected as possible and to let you know that we are here, very much here for you and praying for you. Uh, and so with that, today we are going to be uh, interviewing Christoph Katzbeck, who you may realize is on staff at our church. But fun fact, he is also a father 
and a gospel community leader and a regular person. <laughs> is that Hi. true? Yeah. He yeah. Is, he, he's an awesome regular person, I have to say. Oh, thank you, Jeff. You're an awesome regular person. Oh, <laughs> guys. You know, one, one yeah, quick thing. Nice. I'm going to have to break this up. I'm going to. Hey, can I share a fun fact to Jay? I, I like to ask Jay questions that I think he's going to say yes to. So all three of us who are on this podcast today have some radio show experience. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. I, I have less than some. Christoph has way more. But uh, Student Radio Initiative, UW-Eau Claire. I even was a technical director for a while. So this is fun. We get to do this together. Don't don't sell yourself short, Jeff. I bet a lot of people remember you from your UW-Eau Claire radio days. Yeah, the Indie Hour. The Indie Hour. That does not yeah. surprise me that you would do the Indie Hour. I, I, did, a, uh, I did a sports talk show and also uh, did play-by-play for the local sports teams. So that's my background. But none of us compares with the great Christophs who, who serves as our audio engineer and producer of this podcast every week. So we thought this is an easy slam dunk to start uh, with him. So Christoph, I'm going to just kick it off with you. How, how are you doing? How just, what's the big overview right now? What does your life look like right now? Um, it's, it's been really, it, it has been an interesting time, kind of a weird time. Um, R- Robbie and I were actually talking about this earlier this week that it it feels like we're in a really weird time of um, because everyone is being called to stay at home everyone is kind of called to get out of their their normal rhythms it feels like there's like simultaneously like more time like there's there's more time to do stuff but like the stuff that you're doing is it requires more um, intentionality so like the time is specific and so it's this weird um, kind of revealing of oh there's all this time but when I do things like I have to be really intentional about it otherwise this time is just going to completely slip away yeah it's a super unique time to be figuring out rhythms isn't it yeah yeah so that's that's kind of it feels like that's what's been going on at least at, at home um, with Sarah and I we, we had a we had a good rhythm routine down uh, just for for family life and so um, we're just trying to figure out what that looks like and figure out what that looks like at home and figure out how to do that kind of from home and in home base. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just been a lot of, uh, trying to figure that out. So Christoph, I want to start with a fun question that, uh, my kids asked me to ask you. Okay. Uh, so here we go. They were curious, what are some ways that you have found to keep things fun and life filled at your home? Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's a good question. I so, feel like that's a uh, that's a pointed question from your kids, Jeff. That may imply something <laughs> about what they're hoping. Hey, you know what you should ask my dad. You know what you should ask him is this because are you are you lacking that, Help. Jeff? Jay, I just love you so much. I'm just saying I, it feels like I mean your I should have very known smart. That's what, your kids yeah. are very sharp. They're like, hey, I got what? an idea. Ask him how you can be a fun dad. <laughs> So no pressure, Christoph, but this yeah, might seriously. be for my <laughs> my own family right now. What if now? the answer is I'm not? Man, it yes. would be awkward. Um, I don't know. I think I think we're I, I think we're probably doing a lot of similar things that most families are doing. But um, specifically, we've been um, we, we we love board games, and so we've been playing a lot of board games. Um, which it's limited when at home I have a, a four-year-old and an 18-month-old. And it's even funnier how much more limited it gets when both of them want to play at the same time. Because even the games my four-year-old wants to play, 
uh, Shiloh, who is one and a half, just wants to put all the pieces in her mouth and chuck them across the room. So um, we've had to uh, figure that out a little bit. But even then, like we've been trying to just kind of play around with them. Um, we've done a, a lot of coloring, a lot of creative things. We, we love doing creative stuff. And so um, Sarah, my wife, obviously plays guitar. Um, and so she, she'll bring out the guitar and we'll play songs and we'll, we'll make up songs. We'll, uh, play board games. We'll do coloring. Um, we have a, we, we love, we have a Nintendo switch. And so we, we love playing the Nintendo switch and, and actually it'll probably bring that back up when we talk gospel community things, because that's been actually kind of a really fun, um, uh, we've been playing like Mario Kart and Mario party and, um, yeah. And with this week, it's actually been a little bit nicer outside. And so, uh, we've been spending a little bit of time outside and just kind of run around in the backyard. And, uh, Maggie, assuming all of this is done, is going to play her first year of soccer this summer. And so we've got a soccer ball and we've been kicking that around and practicing that. And so, yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of that kind of those, th- those kind of things. Oh, that's awesome. My kids are taking notes as they listen to this, <laughs> right? They said, they just said, dad, Christoph plays Nintendo. Are right. we going to play Nintendo? That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I just like, Christoph. Like, I just I just forced a bunch of parents into hearing about Nintendo Switches for the next couple weeks. I'm sorry about that. My kids well, have already it, tried that game. Oh, how did that go? Uh, about how you'd expect it to go. <laughs> You're right, though. It's nice, Christoph, about the weather, isn't it? That yeah. it's starting to even this morning. I was out on a walk with one of our kids and we were just thankful that the weather is not seemingly attacking us right now. It's actually getting pleasant. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Yeah. Which I mean is not always the case with Wisconsin in March, so No, it is not. Okay, another question for you. This one is related more to your own walk with God and just how you've been experiencing him through this, but how how has this unique season influenced your apprenticeship to Jesus? In what ways have you maybe had to change how you connect with him or have you added some new things in? Yeah. I, so it goes back to what I was saying, what I feel like God is teaching me in general with this time is, is again, intentionality. Um, and I, I feel like that's such a buzzword, but as soon as this hit, as soon as like all of this, the stay at home, it became way more real, just how unintentional I am sometimes. And, in in and when I am intentional and so, um, I've had to be intentional, uh, waking up. Now here's the nice thing. I normally go to the gym in the morning. Um, and, and so that has been kind of my normal routine for, for the past like six months and, uh, all the gyms are closed. Um, and so I'm still waking up early. It's just, I've, I've had more time, more intentional time in God's word. Um, this week I've been really blessed by the emails that have been going out and reading through Psalms. And, uh, there's, there, there've been chapters and books that have also been, um, been put out. Um, and I've been finally reading some books that I've been meaning to get to that I always just kind of put off to the side and, and never actually get to, um, in, including like I have, I have books from conference we went to two years ago that I'm, I'm finally getting to and I'm reading it and I'm going, why did I not read this sooner? This is fascinating. Um, so those, those have all kind of been ways. Um, and, and I can, I don't, I hope you don't mind me transitioning this into even then like family worship, what we've been doing with, with our family. Um, there's a couple things we've been doing intentionally is, is whenever, um, whenever we're reading, um, and everyone's awake, we, we, we kind of, we do it together. Um, and so we've, we've been reading through Psalms together out loud, which has been really cool. Um, and then we've also in the evening and we started this before the quarantine, but it feels like, um, it feels like this has been even a little bit, I guess, more powerful because of just the felt needs, I guess. 
um, is we do prayer cards every night. And what we do is we've, we've taken, we've written out, um, just kind of everyone that's in like our circle of influence and we put them, put their names on cards and before bedtime every night, we, we pass out cards and, uh, we pray for whoever's name we end up drawing. Um, and it's really cool because Shiloh, who's 18 months old and is just learning how to speak, she's gotten into such a routine with it that after bath time, when she gets her pajamas on, she runs over to where the prayer cards are. She points up to them and goes, Burka, Burka. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> she She's still struggling with saying dad, but she can say prayer cards. So, um, yeah, so that's been that's been a, a huge blessing and a, and a really cool routine. That's great. What What's been what's been hard about this right now i mean just being shut up i know you've mentioned some things about how your wiring you and sarah tend to be more introverted and you have a couple of kids who are not and so <laughs> what what is that what's what have been some of the challenges oh found? man um yeah so i mean from a from just a personal perspective with with sarah and i um yeah we're we're typically introverted which i think people will find to be really they might they they're usually surprised when they hear that because both Sarah and I have found ourselves with gifts where we're put into not introverted positions um and it, it, you know we 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 love what we get to do but yeah we we value that personal time i think the thing that we've found though is you know for both introverts and extroverts it's really easy to um to to use those in in kind of um idolatrous ways right so introverts you can use it in a way to just completely disconnect from people altogether extroverts you can use it to completely um not worry about taking the time to recharge and just kind of just people 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 all the time um and so it's it's interesting we've the the different um routines we've been in weekly that surround us with people um, you know, things like our, you know, Wednesday night youth group and our gospel community and family dinners and, and even just getting together with people outside of it. Um, like we're feeling the need for that. It's, it's like a, even though naturally I'm inclined towards spending my own time, like I find myself going, Oh, I need, I need to be around people. Like I need to take time to be around people. Um, it just, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel like I've I've felt that a little bit more, and then it's it's even harder watching yeah Maggie and and Shiloh who are both more extroverted. Um, I was joking I think with you guys earlier, but Maggie has like she just she has not played with other kids um, in like a week and a half, two weeks now, um, and we have some people that live in our neighborhood that that we we hang out and spend time with, and, and even during this quarantine, like we kind of have a very small circle of, of people we've been getting together with, but but none of them have kids; <laughs> they're all they're all adults, and so all of the kid games that Maggie would play, we are we are playing over and over and over again. Her recent discovery is the ocelot, uh, you know, a nocturnal cat, and she wants to play ocelot all the time, and she wants to pretend she's an ocelot named Emma. And that you were going to bring her home with you, and so we have played that probably twenty times every single day, and um, that is that is a little exhausting. I will say I will say that that is a little exhausting. But you're saying it with a smile. Yeah. I can see there's a smile there, which is awesome. Yeah, because I mean, it it's it's adorable, you know. And, yes. And I and I I I do love a little bit of being able to um to be there for her in that time, if that makes sense. Not that. Not that when we're not quarantined, I don't play with her and have fun with her. It's just like you can I, I can tell that she wants to spend time with her other friends who are her age and she she knows she can't. 
and to be able to be there for her and that is 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 good that's so. awesome well that that brings up this idea that i want want to hear from you about so connecting with people who you don't live with right now is a great need we all have because our circle of connections just running into people has drastically decreased right you just right. aren't running into people so what has that looked like? Have you found some ways that you're connecting with people who aren't right in your, in your home with you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been hard and it goes back to needing to be intentional about it. It goes back to, um, it would be really easy to just let the day go by and spend time at home and not contact anyone. It's, it's really interesting. And I feel like we are going to see books on books on books written about this time period, especially with how, um, how we're connected um, technology-wise, and yet it's really easy to just completely isolate and be away from people. Um, and so we've we've had to we've had to kind of go out of our way. We're we're, we're texting people. We use um, we use a, a few pieces, a few different apps on our phones to stay connected with like our gospel community. Um, so we we have a gospel community, and we use an app called Band. Um, which just kind of allows us to create our own little uh, social media circle. It's kind of like a, a Facebook without anyone else. You just invite whoever you want, and um, and so we've we've been using that to post pictures and post encouraging verses and to um, encourage one another. On, on like Sunday morning when we weren't able to worship together, we we started a thread in there and we just said, "Hey, post pictures of you and your family worshiping together." So that way, we just it, it at least feels like we're a little bit closer together. That's a great um, idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was taken. I mean, the, the idea was just taken from the fact that I think it was UJ who said, um, "We want to, you know, post some pictures of you guys worshiping with your family." Um, and then to see those, see those one on like Facebook was awesome. But then to see it with like our gospel community and people that we would normally go out of our way to talk to on Sunday morning, and and, and that was was really special and, and important. Um, we've also been, uh, so we have a handful of families who have Nintendo switches. And so we've been playing Mario Kart together, which has been, oh, a... for crying out loud. <laughs> I know that's so I'm wonderful. Are you, is this being, is this being sponsored by Nintendo? No, it's... Are you trying to get a sponsorship no, right now? I'm not trying to. Okay. It's just, it's so much fun though. Like I, you know, we, we will hop on a, a, a FaceTime call on our cell phones. We'll, we'll hop on FaceTime and we'll have FaceTime up while we're playing online Mario Kart together. And it's, it's just, it's something fun to kind of pass the time um, and, and to connect together. I don't know. And just have that moment yeah, of, um, yeah. So, so that's, that's been another way. Um, like I said, we do have a, a smaller group of people who are in our like immediate neighborhood that we, we still get together with and we go on walks with and we, we, we go out and about. And um, so that's been nice. Um, and then tonight actually, so uh, as we're recording this, if you're listening to this, it's probably already, it might already be past the day that we're recording this, but tonight we're going to try, there's an app called Zoom um, that is is a pretty intuitive video conference thing. And so we're going to try to, typically Thursday nights are our family dinners and we're not looking to, I don't know, we're, we're not looking to replace the family dinner, but we're saying, hey, usually Thursday nights there was this rhythm. Let's just try to video conference. Let's hear what God's teaching you during this time, and let's share prayer requests and, and how we can be praying for each other. Um, and so we're going to try that tonight. We're going to try to do that as a as a full group. I think, though, when like all this very first started, I think the, the really important thing was to make sure, you know, you can't, you can't connect with you – can't, you can't connect with everyone, but you can make sure that everyone is connected. 
you know? And so I think it's a point of making sure that the connections are happening, making sure that people are staying connected and then making sure that you're also staying connected with, with people. I don't know if that made sense. That makes sense. It sounded cool when I said it, it but did. it sounded, yeah. It, yeah. That, <laughs> it made me think Christoph. He's trying to think, what did you mean by that? But yeah, it's no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And I think, I think that's one of the things that we have to make sure people understand is that, uh, this just it's moments like this that demonstrate our huge need for community that I think we can get in our regular rhythms of lives and just think, Oh, I don't, I don't need all that. I've got all the connections I need. But then when you get into a situation like this, you realize I need deep relationships. I need people that I can connect with. And, and I was reminded, you know, with all those tools, I think it can get overwhelming for some people. The idea of, you know, we're mentioning band and zoom and all these different things. These are just tools, right. That, that you can use, and uh, we can help people figure those things out. But uh, one of our, I was having a conversation with one of our beloved saints who she just said, she had a great line where she said, right now, the more, the closer to real, the better. So, uh, so she just said, voice is better than text and video is better than voice. Yeah. And yeah. she's not, you know, this isn't coming from someone who is super tech savvy. She's just, learning you know how to use all these things but just noticing that while we're isolated and that's what i think you're pointing out is that you know in a normal in, in a normal world you would not be looking necessarily to do a zoom call right you know video call right. with your gospel community but right now the power of seeing people's faces which is why we're doing it's why we're doing podcasts and daily vlogs things that the podcast will probably carry on that's something we've wanted to do for a long time but uh just wanting to put out as much as many opportunities as we can for people to hear voices and to see faces. So it sounds like that's kind of been your, your goal in this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's making those connections. And I, I think, I think the important thing is to recognize that the Bible says that that's important. You know, like I think it's really easy to just kind of go, well, I'm going to um, even, even if I don't feel that, because I, I think there are probably people who are listening that are introverts who are like, well, I don't feel that tension. Like, I feel like it's totally cool. Like I'm staying in and whatever will weather the storm. And I think to recognize, no, man, the, the, the Bible calls us to, to be caring for one another, to be loving one another, to be praying for one another. Um, you just, you can't get around that. And so I, I have to believe that one, God, God is not by any means surprised by the coronavirus. God is not surprised by the, the way that, um, our culture is handling it. God is not surprised by the economic stuff that's going on. Like none of that surprises him. And yet he still calls us to be in relation with one another. And so the question is, how do we maintain that? How do we maintain loving one another? How do we main, ma- maintain connecting with one another um, in different means one, when we're in this different time? And, and so we're going to do everything we possibly can to, to make sure that we're doing that. Let me ask a question off of that. I just am curious what, do you see this because uh, you're talking about God being sovereign over this? And obviously we believe that and we've talked about how God has put us in this situation for a reason and, and mm-hmm. that he's going to do things in us and in our community. What are, is there anything that you're thinking about that you have wanted to implement in your life or wanted to develop in your life that now you look at this environment that we're in right now and say, Oh, this is, this is like the training ground for this. This this is the perfect environment for this thing to uh, develop in in my life or in my family's life or in my gospel community's life. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a really good question. And I, I think that that's actually a question 
everyone should take time to wrestle with a little bit and think about. So, I mean, my answer is not going to be a complete answer because I'm still thinking through that. Um, but we've, we've been talking a little bit here, I think in staff, and we've had a few of these conversations that I, I really feel like, and I feel really challenged by the fact that I think, um, a lot of the comforts that we've had as a church, especially in our, in our, uh, cultural context is a lot of the comforts we enjoy are kind of being removed. And so what I mean by that is like even being able to gather together on a Sunday morning in a large group, um, that's a that's a incredible blessing that just because it goes away doesn't mean we don't worship God on Sunday morning. Um, just because we don't have access to these certain things um, doesn't mean we don't still do the things that God is calling us to. And so I th- I think I think I'm trying to be um, I'm trying to be aware of what idols God is is tearing down. Um, because I, I think he is like, I think part of what's going on is, is especially within the, the American church that God is saying, man, there's some idols of, of comfort that the church has, has leaned on for a long time. And so I'm going to take those and I'm going to show you how, if they're, they're taken away, um, how quickly you, you ab- abandon these things that I've called you to do. Um, you know, and we've, it's, it's interesting because I think one of the things we've talked a lot about over the last, um, couple of years just here at faith is, um, you know, the, the stuff that we do all together, it isn't an event. It isn't a program. It's, it's the gathering of God's people. And what happens when we're no, we're no longer, you know, what happens when we're no longer allowed to lean on that, that event, that program, that thing, like, are we still going to do the things that God has called us to do? Um, loving one another, worshiping him, you know, all those things. And so, um, I, I'm just trying to recognize where in my life, I have gotten comfortable where in my life have I gotten, um, uh, I've taken for granted the blessings God has given me. Um, and, and how can I in that, um, how, how can I in that, uh, just lean on God more and, and, and recognize his sovereignty more. And, um, I don't know. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. I was just, it does. I, I think I hearing a lot of what you're saying is, uh, in, in what you're talking about and connecting with other people that there's just like a whole level of intentionality. And I know that for me, uh, one thing that I've just desired for myself and for my family and for our church family is just an increased level of intentionality. We just go through life so much and just expect we we're able to really rely on, like you said, the comforts of those rhythms of gathering together. And on one hand, that's really good. It's important The gathering together face to face. We're seeing how important that is because you forget, you, you don't realize how much ministry happens just by kind of reactive ministry. Like you bump into somebody at church, you bump into somebody at the grocery store, you bump right. into somebody wherever and you talk and you catch up and that's all great. Uh, and that's something that will continue to happen. But then the importance of being intentional and making conscious decisions to reach out and to connect with people uh, is, is just on display right now because that's all we have. Right. So right. That, that is, that's our only option. And being, I, I think even being prayerful about that, God, would you bring people to mind who you know that could use me reaching out to them today? That could be a great encouragement if I gave them a phone call or even a simple text. That's been a prayer that I've been praying and yeah. trying to make note of those people as they come to mind. Yeah. It might yeah. be out, outside of my normal you know sphere that I see regularly. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think that I, we were talking about this as elders uh, this week in our elder meeting that it feels so strange to have all of my human senses basically be worthless. So on a hmm. given Sunday morning, and Christoph, I, I, I'm going to want to transition into you know youth and talking about what does ministry uh, to teenagers look like right now. And, and in that, I'm just thinking how on any given Sunday, I walk in here and I can see people's reactions to things. I can tell, you know, a lot, I can learn a lot by just walking around and seeing people, whether it's when I'm preaching or um, and to having conversations. I notice, like we can notice when someone's not there. We can notice if someone looks like they're down. We can notice if somebody uh, seems, you know, joyful. That we, we can I have all those human senses of being able to see and, and hear and uh, all those things. And I have none of those now. Like on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. this past Sunday morning, I didn't see anyone except for the people who are in my house. So we were talking as elders how this is a time for us to uh, really be in tune with the Holy Spirit and listen. Because that is literally the only thing that we have to know that someone might be struggling or hurting or missing we won't know that in any other way other than that God would bring us, uh, bring them to mind. And so I'm just curious, you know, how have you thought about that with youth ministry? So people that don't realize you are our minister to youth and families. And Mm -hmm. so your responsibility is largely, uh, junior high, high school and college students. Uh, That's your specific responsibility on the staff. And so what does that look like right now to minister to teenagers in this in this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's been, uh, a learning experience and I, I feel like I'm still <laughs> learning and, um, I think I'm going to, I mean, the first thing I'm going to go back to is what I said earlier is I, I, I can't connect to everyone, but I can try to make sure everyone's connected. And so one of the ways that we've tried to do youth ministry and, and I've tried to do youth ministry is, is by getting other adult leaders who are connecting with students. So that way I'm making sure that students are being connected with, with adults who love them. I, one of the statistics that really stood out to me um, when I first started doing youth ministry was that um, typically speaking, uh, one of the largest factors towards a student, you know, keeping their faith, staying strong in the faith is that they have five uh, strong role models who are in their life. It's a five to one ratio, five strong, you know, role models to per, per student. Um, and so to make sure that, um, I'm not the only one who's contacting students, but making sure there are other adult leaders who are contacting students and that we're surrounding them with, with positive role models who, who love Jesus and are connecting with them. And so the very first thing was to connect with the adult youth leaders and say, Hey, are you, are you texting these students? Are you talking to them? Are you communicating with them? Um, so that's been a big one. Social media is incredible. I mean, it's it, social media is awesome and it's a great way of also staying connected. And so what we've begun to do is we're doing a series of reading through, um, 30 different Psalms throughout the month. And they're actually following the Psalms that the church as a whole are reading. And so I just pick one of those out. Um, and on Instagram, um, we're posting, uh, read this chapter. Uh, here's a prayer that kind of follows the theme of it. And then here's a few discussion questions. Uh, talk about it with your parents, talk about it with, uh, your, your friends, just talk about it. So, uh, we've been doing that on Instagram, been really trying to utilize Instagram as a, as a, um, platform for the youth. Um, so if you're not following the Instagram page, it's faith youth Peshtigo, um, and you can follow us there. Um, and then next week we're going to try to, we're going to try, we'll see how it ends up going. 
Um, again, a lot of this is kind of trial and error, and this is kind of new territory. But we're going to try a um, try to do a video conference style ish of small groups. And so tomorrow night, I have a meeting with my leaders on video chat, and we're going to see how that goes. And then uh, we're going to see uh, if we can then do kind of small groups in a video chat way um, next week, Wednesday. And so I'm going to be putting details out about that pretty soon on Instagram. Um, but first, we got to get the leaders to be able to use it, and then we'll see. Um, how we can do that with with the students as a as an option. So and then also you know just like like yesterday I had this group of guys that I I do a, a Bible study with in Romans and so we did a video chat of our um uh, with our guys and we talked through Romans which is kind of cool. So um just utilizing so, the tech we have yeah. Christoph, question r- relating to youth. If you were to recommend one thing for youth who might be listening to this in order to get connected to stay connected. If they aren't right now, what would be that one step, that one thing that they could they could do? Um, connected to what? Like to, to Being, the youth ministry? So, yeah. So those things you just described are fantastic. You're you're connecting over Instagram, you're doing a Bible study, your small groups. But if you're listening to this right now and you're youth, but you haven't connected in with that, what would be the, the thing that you would recommend? Yeah, step. I, I guess I'll, I'll recommend two things. I'll recommend one, you can just contact me directly and all of my contact stuff is on our website. So if you're listening to this podcast, you'll be able to, to find it. So connect with me. Um, or I, I'm everything, like we, the centralized place right now to find out details is going to be Instagram. Like that's where we're posting things. We're posting on our story. We're posting on Instagram. Um, if you want to, um, to find us, do it on Instagram or directly contact me and we'll make sure we're getting you connected to a leader. We'll make sure we're getting connected to a small group. Um, and we'll make sure we're getting you connected with, with daily scripture readings and stuff like that. Fantastic. Thanks, Christoph. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's great. So hopefully, um, hopefully this has been helpful to everyone. I know that it was a lot. I knew that Christoph would have, we kind of, we wanted Christoph to be the first interview because well, one, he already, yeah, he's the sound engineer and so he's going to be here anyway so while we're practicing social distancing and and all of those different things uh we wanted to to just check in with him but i also knew he would have a lot of things i know he he thinks really well through all these things he's very intentional about uh taking advantage of these opportunities and so i knew uh i knew he would have a lot to share on this and christoph you did not disappoint oh thank you which is great uh and you have successfully shamed Jeff and me both with our lack of fun. And uh, this, this episode was brought to you by Nintendo. So if you want to be a fun parent, buy a Nintendo Switch. Um, oh, Christoph, so- I have a random question. This is fast. Do you have a character that you use typically on Mario Kart? Dude, I am... You want to hear? This is like my one. I, I'm kind of nerdy, but also this is like a total bad thing. I just play Mario. I just play as Mario. Oh, okay, that's great. I'm, just the, I'm the dude who plays as Mario, I know. So this is why we can't play Mario Kart in my house because I uh, I have a battle with one of my children. I selfishly always want Yoshi, and oh, Maggie plays as Yoshi. Yeah, and so I don't ever get Yoshi. So it's my oh. it's my probably my biggest act of sacrifice as a dad is that I never get to play as Yoshi. So, um, but that's that's for a different episode where I can work through those issues coming uh, soon. Yeah, coming soon. That's during the theological <laughs> podcast. Uh, so anyway, if you have questions, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We want to hear your stories. It's so important as we're trying to stay connected that you email us, uh, email us or share some way, somehow. Let us know uh, what 
what is going on? Like, how are you handling this? Um, you may think it sounds really boring or you may think, Oh, it's, it's, this isn't that great. This isn't that big of a deal. Um, but it is, I, I saw posted recently that one of our families, they, uh, took their big, they are on a corner lot. So they have this big long fence and they just wrote this giant verse in chalk. Like their kids wanted to do this, uh, this chalk drawing of this verse on the side of this fence. So as people drive by, those are just really neat things. So I want to get permission and grab that image and, and share that with the church family. But uh, just share with us those stories. I think God is going to do some incredible things. So remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, look for uh, if you have a teenager in your life, encourage them to follow the, the faith youth Instagram page and uh, and what was that address again? Or which uh, Instagram dot com backslash faith youth go. Excellent. So uh, again, we're going to be pushing these out, uh, hopefully a couple of them each week, and uh, and all the other things. But we are just uh, just want you to know that we are still with you, church family. We love you. We are praying for you, and we are uh, working hard to to figure out how how to just keep you connected. So hopefully, the things that Christoph shared will help you. I would encourage you just take one or two things. Don't feel overwhelmed. Like you don't have to do all of the things. Uh, start small. Start start with placing a phone call. Start with uh, just texting someone, letting them know that you're praying with them. Uh, and if you have a desire, we've had several groups who have, have started trying to pray together, meet together on Zoom. Uh, that is a great tool. Uh, we're going to push out some some helps if you want to use something like Band. But whatever the case is, don't be afraid of those tools. Just just jump in on, on one and, and work with, together with some of the people that are in your community. Um, but, but whatever we do, we just have to stay connected and stay together. So uh, that, that will wrap up our second episode, I believe. So, Christoph, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Jeff, thank Thanks, you Christoph. for being on the, the, being on the podcast with us today. Glad to be here. And thank you, everyone, who took the time to listen. Mm-hmm.